What's up, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of the Dr. Joey Kramer podcast, a podcast about health, health being a complete state of social, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual well-being. I'm your host, Dr. Joey Kramer, and we're back in action. As you guys may know, over the last uh, week, our podcast have taken a shift into a tangible uh, direction. The conversation has been more focused on the values that rule our life and compose our life. Last week, we talked about the idea of a squirrel, that being a shiny object and how it may distract you from your goal. And this week, we're going to take a dive into our second core value. And I think it's a value that's very, very important to the structure of how we live our lives. And for a basis of understanding of how we make decisions in regards to our health. Now, remember, health is not a, you know, focused on just symptoms, right? This is actually a, a analysis of our entire picture of where we are in our life. And I used to call this value default health, right? And I got that from the guy Jocko. He has a, a poster that says default aggressive, which I think is an awesome setting to have in your life. If you are a person like myself, I like to have the aggressive side of me because it you know, lets you know that you, you, have, you have what it takes, right? Um, however, you know, when I started down this path of wanting to record a podcast about health and you know, the default being health, I think that health is a great term. I think it's convoluted. I really don't think we have a really great understanding as a Western society of what health is. Um, you can see that right now, especially with regards to the corona scare that we're going through. We have a lot of fear surrounding the idea of a symptom. We have a lot of fear surrounding the unknown of a unforeseeable deadly virus or of you know making a control because we don't have medicine to combat it, which I think is a product of the last, you know, I would say 50 years of our medical system directing us down this path of if we have a, you know, if there's a symptom, there's a drug and we can solve all problems because we're almighty paternalistic medicine and we know what's best. However, I think that that's a really bad place to put us in. It's a very uh, challenging, challenging situation because it causes what we see today, fear, widespread panic of the unknown. And now, you know, I was just talking to one of my good buddies on the way into work this morning and our conversation was about how every single time a new disease is classified or a new virus comes around or somebody eats a bat in Wuhan province and now it's morphed into this terrible deadly virus that we're going to shut down our economy. Now, I don't know about you. I think that's a very poor plan, a very terrible solution. And I don't think there's any preventative measures that can be put into place, you know, given the fact that we have a global economy and we have a global impact. However, I do think there is a conversation that needs to be had about this value and really what health means to us, because health is not merely the absence of symptoms. While we would like to think that, you know, majority of us are healthy, we do know that, you know, the first sign of a heart attack is a heart attack itself. It is the number two cause of death in the United States. We also do know that the first sign of a stroke is the stroke itself. Also, a number three cause of death. Those are pretty close in their manner, right? So I think we take a deeper dive into understanding the principles of the regulation of physiology and how they, you know, pertain to us as a human being and what that means for us as we aim for this goal of living a life, you know, 
in a state of adaptation as opposed to a state of quote unquote health. And so our second core value is default adaptability. What does adaptation mean? Well, from my understanding, adaptation is the ability to respond to any given circumstance. Now, recognize there that I didn't choose the word react because I think a reaction is our nature, right? Reaction is to, you know, how do we have a, you know, a, it's a reaction. It's a knee jerk. It's something that's done very quickly without thought. Um, adaptation, though, requires thought. It requires subconscious thought. It requires our body to respond to our internal and external environment. And so what does that look like for us in, you know, as we dive down this idea of understanding adaptation? Well, I'm going to use a few analogies here that we can talk about. The first one I like to use is the ability to regulate body temperature, right? So it's funny because if you study medicine, you understand that a majority of the factors that we've learned our whole life, you know, 120 over 80, 98.7, 60 beats a minute, all come off of a study done by a guy named Hall, Dr. Hall, and it was Hall's physiology. And it's off of a, you know, five foot five, 150 pound white male. It's an average, right? It's not the standard. In fact, it's far from the standard of how each one of us individually should be living. In fact, what we've started to see is the movement away from this trend of understanding the 120 over 80, of understanding you know, things that happen in regards to baseline principles of how we navigate our health. And when we think about baseline principles and we think about these items, we get distracted by the understanding of what comes from it. And the distraction that we see in this is that we should always have that baseline, right? So if we're not 120 over 80, we have a statin. Um, if our heart rate's a little too high, we have a beta blocker. We have all these drugs that we've adapted, but we haven't understood why our heart might be where it is, why our blood pressure might be where it is, and how this is actually impacting us from a standpoint of adaptation. So what adaptation means is an ability of the body to respond to stress, so oftentimes in this state, you know, I think I'm, you know, I, I sidetracked myself a little bit here because I wanted to talk about heat. Let me backtrack a second. Um, when we think about heat and adaptation, this is stress, right? So if we walked outside this morning, it was 60 degrees at 545 in the a.m. Um, I was out walking. You know, I probably had a light jacket on because it was a little chilly. This afternoon is supposed to be 80 degrees. And so when it's 80 degrees, now you have the opportunity to sweat. That's a natural response for your body. That is a great analogy to explain adaptation. So when we dive back into this understanding of what we were talking about with blood pressure, with regards to our heart rate, when we start to experience stress, our heart rate should go up. And as a result of that, your blood pressure will go up. However, if we start to reduce stress, then our blood pressure should go down, our heart rate should go down. We also know that no two heartbeats should be the same. This is the study of heart rate variability. We know that there are multiple factors that are included in life that help us guide and direct our decisions based upon our ability to respond to stress. So when we talk about adaptation in our body, what we look at is the function of our integrity of our neurological system. 
Um, our neurological system is what's responsible for managing this adaptation. If we have stress in our system, let's say that you are gluten intolerant, you eat some gluten, you're going to have a violent reaction. That's because your body is responding to an internal stressor. If you walk outside and it's 110 degrees and you start sweating, that's a natural response by the body to adapt to the stress of the heat. You sweat to cool down because your body needs to maintain a specific range of a temperature. These are all natural forms of what we look at in regards to our health. So my question I have for you is, why is it when we start to experience symptoms, we look for drugs? Drugs interfere with adaptation. It's very, very simple to understand. Pain is a signal letting us know that something is not right. So we take a painkiller and we forget about the pain, but we don't go address the underlying cause, right? Headaches and migraines. We take something to stop the migraine, an abortive drug, but that doesn't get to the underlying cause. Why is the migraine happening in the first place? Why do I have vertigo in the first place? Why do I have a majority of the symptoms that I experience? And when you start to dive a little bit deeper into this, you start to understand the baseline of physiology is that it's an issue or a representation of neuro miscommunication, of an inability to adapt to the stress that's being placed upon your system. And so what we aim for in our own lives, in my own life actually, is a continual state of adaptation. And this is done by continually analyzing your neurological system. One of the easiest ways to do this is using a uh, HRV device, heart rate variability. It's a great way to see how well you're adapting. In my own office, I use heat, right? I talked about that at the beginning. We know that our body in an adaptive state is within 0.3 degrees Celsius between your right and your left side. This is a sign of letting us know that you are in a state of adaptation. And so does that mean that you'll be symptom free? No. But does it mean that your body is going to have the best opportunity to enact normal physiological process to ensure that you have the best opportunity to heal? Absolutely. That's why it takes time to get sick in our world. That's also why it takes time to heal. There is no magic bullet, right? This goes back to the episode number you know, nine. No squirrels, no shiny objects. Episode 10, default adaptation. Our job as human beings is to adapt to the world around us. And when you, like let's say right now with Corona, are stuck in this status of isolation and quarantine, and you start seeing your depression rise, you start seeing your anxiety rise, it is a sign that you do not have a good state of adaptation, that your body is beginning to break down to stress. And so oftentimes, this is where I dive into the communication part of what a specific chiropractor would do, because this is where we assess adaptation and we adjust to restore adaptation. And see, you probably already know about this because in your state of life, when you're stressed, you start to implement certain things. If you're like me, I go work out. I work out twice a day. It helps me regulate my stress. It's also a highly sympathetic activity with a highly parasympathetic back end, which means that you're having this autonomic stress and leading to autonomic restoration and balance. At the same time, we have to look at this. We can dive down this pathway of meditation. A lot of people like to engage in the meditative practices. They like to involve themselves in some type of breathing exercise. And what these two things do is they allow us to experience health. They allow us to restore integrity of adaptation. 
and there are natural processes that you've integrated. And so what we hold with our values here with this is saying that maybe symptoms aren't a bad thing. Maybe symptoms actually allow us to understand that our body has an underlying issue with the neurological integrity and that there are ways that we can restore adaptation through meditation, through diet, through exercise. You could purvey yoga, you could look at stretching, you can intervene with upper cervical specific chiropractic because all of these techniques are designed to increase your body's resiliency to internal and external stress. That is why we hold a high value on adaptation because it allows for us to express the best possible version of ourselves, the way we are designed to without any addition of drugs or surgery. And that my friends is a very powerful place to live. That's all I got for you today. I hope you are self-isolating correctly. You're taking care of yourselves. You know, a lot of us can't get out of our homes right now because of we're you know classified as non-essential. I would you know ask you to take some time to go outside and walk, spend some time out in the sun, spend some time out in nature and prayerful, quiet contemplation to allow this stress to flow past you and to allow you to move into a state of adaptation. We'll be back. Ne- we will be back next week with a great episode talking about our third value. God bless. You guys have a great week. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace.